0: Hey everyone, Uh, thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of Kid Socks and Motherhood with Kelly and Vesta. Hey y'all. So uh, before we get started today, um, we just wanted to take a moment to uh, just kind of process and acknowledge um, the untimely death of Kobe Bryant. Um, You know, Sunday when I found out I was in complete shock and I was extremely heartbroken. Not only for the fact that, you know, him and his daughter and the other uh, seven passengers that passed away, but truly for his his wife and his, mm-hmm. uh, his other girls. And so, uh, I just wanted to take a moment to send thoughts and prayers to uh, the family and friends of Kobe. Like I said, it was very tragic um, or whatnot. And uh, I guess we can
1: move forward with... Definitely. Uh, no, I guess. I would say, just to get my little two cents there, sorry best that cut you off. No, okay, no, you're fine. Um, when I first heard, um, I thought it was, you know how sometimes you hear like a hoax? So yeah. I was like this, I'm like this, y'all playing. So when I went to do my research, I was like, oh my goodness, it really did happen. And I just remember my cousin being a huge fan, like loved, loved, loved Kobe Bryant. And I was like, let me call and check in on her. Cause I already know that she's taking it a little bit differently. Cause you know, she was like such a huge fan. Um, And she was just like, I just can't believe it. I'm just in shock. And then just to learn more of his background that he had uh, four daughters. I didn't even know he had four daughters. I just thought he had the one. That's how you know I'm so removed from a lot of different things. Um, Like you said, just, prayers and condolences to his wife and um, his daughters and just his close family of friends. Cause I, I can't even imagine what you all are going through right now, but just know that our support is being sent your way.
0: Most definitely. That's, that's a, a feeling I can't imagine, nor do I want to imagine because definitely. man, um, I, you know what, just this last thing I did read an article this morning. Um, and it stated that, you know, him and his wife had made an agreement to never ride the helicopter together. And I thought that was pretty smart, you know, in a mm-hmm. sense, you know, just in case something like this were to happen, that would yeah. not be the kids without both of their parents. And so, yeah, as devastating as it is, I'm still glad that the, you know, daughters um, that he has left are, you know, with their mom and being comforted mm-hmm. by her love and all that stuff. Definitely, definitely. Um, yeah. So Kelly, this week, we are going to continue our Black and Breastfeeding yes uh what did you think about last week
1: uh personally i feel like it was a much needed episode like i feel that this topic itself does not get talked about enough like i i don't hear it uh, amongst our community as often and then when you do hear about it is you know it's very randomized and then um so i'm just so grateful that we can share our experiences and you know help to promote something that's very very natural and organic right in hopes so you know our community can see that you know try it out see what happens it could actually work for you and just all those good things so that's just kind of how i looked at it i was just so grateful for that and just learning more uh, about your experience when it comes to black and breastfeeding and you know of course vice versa um, with different things so I can't wait for us to continue this topic and share more information
0: yeah I am I'm glad you know we've uh, been touching on this topic as well because you know like we said well like I said previously you know growing up the only exposure I had to it was uh, my mother and it wasn't until I became uh, a young adult that I you know kind of was you know, knowledgeable just a little bit more on what it actually means to breastfeed, and yeah. and all that stuff. But I'm glad, you know, you and I get a chance to talk about this and just share our experience with other moms, moms to be, new moms, yes. uh, and moms who, you know, maybe didn't try it the first time around with the kid, and who would like to try it the second time around. So, um, one thing I did kind of want to dig into a little bit more is just some, uh, some of the statistics and, you know, kind of discuss the statistics about, uh, minority women, specifically black women breastfeeding. Okay. I came across, uh, an article, uh, from, uh, CDC results that they did on, uh, mothers uh, who gave birth in 2015. Mm-hmm. And- and those mothers who, uh, you know, introduced breastfeeding, and so pretty much when they broke it down by the numbers, um, 85% of white women had introduced breastfeeding compared to 69% of of black mothers. And I was like, wow, what a gap! Like, yes. how can we close that gap as a, a culture, as a community, yes, um, as black women? You know, and you know when you think about breastfeeding, and like I said, we pre- like we discussed in a previous episode, there are so many benefits of uh, yes. breastfeeding for the mom and the baby. Definitely, um, I agree. So I was kind of shocked that there was like that much of a gap between <laughs> um, white women compared to black women breastfeeding.
1: Well, I, I will have to say I'm not. I'm not very shocked. um because as i explained like in our first uh, episode first episode in regards to black and breastfeeding that it was not something especially around my household that was like pretty much introduced or talked about um you know it was a generation of he- ahead you know like you know my mother's generation and you saw a little bit more of it but it kind of slowed down around you know during her time mm-hmm. and of course around my time it was just very much so obsolete so that's you know data and statistics make sense um yeah. and i just wanted to you know let's let's push ourselves a little bit further let's I guess, let's push I, was, I, guess further. I was
0: looking at it from um like we're in 2020 and this study was done in 2015 yeah. i guess i was looking at it okay from like 2000 yeah. on up but you know like you're right like i it does make sense in a uh, in a sense when you think about the overall picture and history of black women uh, yeah. you know and breastfeeding Uh, or whatnot and um, also in this article they also discussed that um, hospitals there were certain hospitals that served larger populations of blacks those hospitals were less likely to help black women initiate breastfeeding after giving birth Mm -hmm. they were less likely to uh, provide lactation support and um, most the obvious they were more likely to offer formula um upon black women giving birth. So that was pretty disturbing to me. Um so I mean what are your thoughts on that?
1: <laughs> well as you guys uh very well know that uh pretty much happened to me. Um and I was very, very uh I was upset because number one it's not something I wanted to do and I just felt as if they were trying to discount what my mission was when it came to nursing my son. Um, And so for mothers who don't have like that huge um, understanding of the benefits of things and what they could look like, you won't know any better. You really won't know any better, especially if your mother didn't do it. You know what I mean? So if you don't have that... um, knowledge from there or if you don't have that knowledge from seeking it yourself you don't know so you do what is being presented to you and what will be the best case scenario just kind of for you moving forward Um, so for me like just hearing those numbers it makes sense because um that's just how society is moving in this direction is very disappointing um to know these factors because why is it that um black women especially are not giving the same opportunities as uh, white women i'm just going to say that
0: mm-hmm.
1: um why is that you know why is that not pushed in their direction you don't hear studies by saying uh you know they're pushing formula on you know on non-mothers of color you know um just different things so like it's it's, it is very disturbing and it does it it kind of brings a fire within you and I'm just happy that we're having this conversation because I want to help educate and promote the importance of breastfeeding and that moms out there you have options you do you do
0: Mm -hmm. um you know when I was after our last conversation um I don't know if we discussed the lactation classes or whatnot but I took a, a lactation class uh, mm-hmm. prior to having Eli, my husband and I, and we were the only black couple uh, in the class. And granted, you know, it's for me, it's a lot of ways you can look at it. Uh, number one, people don't do the research mm-hmm. to find out where resources are available. And number two, you know, physicians and doctors don't encourage it, you know? Definitely. so It's like a catch-22 because even if you know, like I don't—I re- honestly don't recall my doctor mentioning if I wanted to breastfeed. It was just something I knew I wanted to do, and I took it upon myself to find out. You know, if the hospital I was giving birth in had, you know, these uh, breastfeeding classes available. Yeah. Um, but like I said, it, it was helpful, and it did give me, you know, confidence as a mother to mm-hmm. uh, to want to, you know, start the journey and to continue the journey. Definitely. (laughs) Um, Of breastfeeding.
1: I agree.
0: But um, yeah, I'm excited that we're having this conversation too. And, you know, like we said, for those who are uh, able to breastfeed, um, we are rooting for you. For those who weren't able to breastfeed, you know, we are rooting for you. And hopefully, um, you know, just the information that we provide can just be a a push uh, of encouragement, of motivation for you to take that chance, um, you know, to have your breastfeeding um, journey, you know, with your little one.
1: Definitely, definitely. Uh, I think an excitement piece, just to kind of piggyback off of that, because, um, you know, we're talking about the doctors and things like that. Yeah. The one thing that was very encouraging for me during the time period uh, of my first pregnancy was uh, knowing that ordering a breast pump through insurance
0: yeah. was like...
1: It was like, that was like the confirmation of knowing that, wow, I am going to do this. I am breastfeeding because I'm putting in this effort to order a breast pump. Yes. Um, to ensure that when I'm not with my baby, the baby will have milk. And that for me, like really just signified, like, you about to really do this, Kelly? I I'm know. Like, sure. I sure <laughs> am. I sure am. Here we go. Here we go. We about to do it. And I just remember that first time pumping, the excitement i was able to actually see my milk uh you know of course you just like it was just like it was the greatest sensation i was like oh my goodness first time pumping i was like that's two ounces i produced two ounces the first time i pumped um and you know it is just like that whole mindset but i just think just the little key factors and just being knowledgeable about the things that you want will make a difference
0: Mm and you know um with that being said you know purchasing the breast pump through your insurance thank god for insurance uh it brings me to mind that the uh the law that was passed for moms i think it was back in 2010 i know i took some notes on it um 2010 congress passed a law for employers to provide mothers with a space uh Mm -hmm. to to pump so if you are a working mom and Mm -hmm you are wanting to you know continue to breastfeed your your baby after you go back to work you have the right to uh pump milk you know you have the right to express milk in a private area not the bathroom (laughs) your employer has to provide that space to you so um i just wanted to let that be known because it was i think shortly right before i went on maternity leave my job started providing um actual lactation rooms that had a sign on it uh, for mothers because I think at one time it was like three of us pregnant (laughs) and before we the three of us got pregnant it was another set like they always came in threes at my job three people pregnant at the same time and so uh it was you know an official lactation room for us mothers who wanted to breastfeed pump so just to put that out there uh, you guys have that right so make sure your employer is not trying to get over or tell you'd have to go pump on your car or the bathroom no sir no ma'am give me a room with a lock on it so I can pump this milk for my baby yes
1: yes (laughs) and I think that's the part of the conversation that's not discussed either is because of the the time it takes to um, do the time and commitment, I would say, cause that's, mm-hmm. uh, that's really what it is when it comes to breastfeeding It's the time and commitment. And I know that when I first went back to work with my son, um, the quote unquote room wasn't an actual room. It was just, it was a play therapy room mm-hmm. that I would have to keep the door locked and look at the schedule to make sure nobody could walk in on me. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and you got to think about, too, like, even if they, you know, they pass this law to make sure that you have this time to do that, but then you got to think about how they try to work themselves around by, you know, it's just so many key factors, but I'm going to leave that where it's at until we can actually no, talk I about
0: hear, that. No, I want to I want to hear it.
1: Okay. Well, you got to think about the time it takes to actually breast uh, to, to express milk, no, right? Right. Um, so normally... Um, you would think like maybe 30 minutes, right? You give yourself like roughly 30 minutes just because you know, you got to think about the setup, right? The set, take takedown, actually doing the process and all this other stuff. So let's say if you're a mother who is doing that, at least um, you work an eight hour shift, lunch break. So if you get an hour lunch break, so that's nine hours, right? And then you have, you, you uh, express milk three times. That's 90 minutes. So you're like, how do I fit in 90 minutes and work my eight hours mm. and have a lunch break which means that your lunch break technically becomes your nursing time because you have to kind of divide up you know your time yeah um and then if you're like a uh, community workers like you and I were you had to become very creative because it's like okay how do I express this milk when I'm always on the go
0: hmm
1: and that's the part i don't think that people thought of um don't do this i did this but don't do this i learned how to express milk (laughs) while driving um in between appointments i was set up before i started the car drive with one hand expressing milk because of the the time constraint that you still had to meet these quotas right and that's stress on a new mother so a lot of times when it comes to why You know women don't breastfeed It's because it's like well I have these Other demands to meet and then If you're stressing out you're not going to produce You know You know so that becomes very Discouraging so you're like all right, Well this is like a uh, Lose lose situation so The easiest thing for me to do Is to give my child formula Because doing it the other way requires So much of a sacrifice um, To be able to Do so
0: you know, I'm glad you said that, too, because I, <laughs> I think when I was processing. OK, so a part of me did leave uh, to be a stay at home mom, you know, because I wanted to care for my own baby. But on the other hand, I did think about that for a second. Like, how am I going to be able to pump and uh, be uh, fulfill my job duties? Like you said, we were community workers in uh, in the field. And our job required us like pretty much 85% of the time to, to drive and be out in the yes. community and, you know, having to worry about, you know, pulling over to pump and having coolers to keep, you know, the milk cool or stopping by somebody's house who was en route, you know, put, put mm-hmm. your milk in their refrigerator. It, it would have been time consuming. So mm-hmm. I think that mm-hmm. part did play a part in, um, you know, me deciding to Stay at home because I don't. I don't think I would have continued for this long if I uh, continued to work.
1: Yeah, it. it it's definitely. Um, I don't even know how to put it into words. It, <laughs> I. I can't like you see. I'm over here, like just stuttering over my words because it, it does. Oh my gosh! <laughs> mommies. <laughs> my new mommies, I, I feel for you because trust me, I understand that that feeling like trust and believe i know what it feels like to be full-time worker a full-time breast pumping mama breastfeeding mama all this other stuff trust and believe me if nobody understands i can tell you i understand (laughs) and i will say that was a push for me too when i got pregnant the second time and had the baby i was like yeah me working full-time for someone else is not going to work because I refuse to have to go find a place to pump and do all these different things and plus for me I got to a point where I was like I just want to give my baby fresh milk Uh like if my baby wants milk right now I'm going to give my baby milk right now um I still pumped uh during this time period but at the same time I still wanted to make sure i wanted to have that connection i wanted to have that bond because i didn't get a chance to have it the first time around Mm -hmm. um due to you know the laws of having to be back to work and all this other stuff and everything so that's a whole nother topic um when it comes to everything um but yeah i'm just telling y'all like it is there it's a big sacrifice and i can see why a lot of times when moms have the baby they're just like the easiest thing for me to do to be able to kind of keep living the way I need to live it's formula. is formula. It's formula right? Um, because it does take a lot of effort to do the other, but let me tell you guys and Vessa can definitely agree with this too. It's so beneficial, it's so beneficial. If you are able to take the time out to be able to breastfeed, uh, yes, we know it's it's tiring, Yes. We know how your back feels um <laughs> after you sitting up for so, so long sore baby nipples. Heavy, oh my goodness or nipples or if your baby gets big enough you could lay on your side and you're like oh my hand and arm is going to sleep <laughs> if nobody understands we do because that's the you're are you, you're still currently nursing and weaning at the same time right yeah, we are weaning i am proud to say he did not nurse
0: uh, last night, nor did he nurse this morning. So,
1: congratulations!
0: Yes, I'm so happy, I'm excited. Um, so we shall see. Hopefully, by the end of this month, definitely next month should be the last if you know, if uh, anything. But, um, I did want to what? Oh, touch basis on something that you had just mentioned. Um, because of the workload or the stress for some moms, and one thing that paid plays a part too is uh, the maternity leave um, you know that the United States has and, and when we think about it um, I think I had what I had 8 weeks paid 12 weeks total the last 4 was not um, and honestly that wasn't enough time you know, for me as a new mom, I'm like, hold on, it's 12 weeks already, and it was literally by that time I realized, yeah, I can't go back because I, I'm just now getting to like learn my baby. It's only been three months, so I can't imagine the stress that you know, especially single mothers, that you would feel, you know, having to return back so early, um, mm-hmm. you know, to work. And like you like you said, when you're stressed and, uh, you know, worried about certain things, it's really hard for your body to relax and produce um, uh, produce that milk. Um, but, you know, I just wanted to say, I really hate that the US, for us to be so, quote unquote, industrialized, that we have like the highest uh, infant mortality rate, the highest deaths amongst African-American women who give birth and the lowest breastfeeding rate, like something has to be done about that. Like. It just doesn't make sense you know and when you think about uh i think about what you talked about as far as breastfeeding being beneficial and therapeutic i was just processing this stuff in my mind it's like okay um doctors should know they should they should know the benefits of breastfeeding and when you hear about women who give birth um die of complications you know blood loss hemorrhaging breastfeeding can help like you said previously uh contract the uterus it can help uh, you know, just kind of put things back together so if that's not happening, then you could expect in some places where these complications to um to arise, to up. Yeah. yeah, which can be prevented, though. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, this stuff can yes. be prevented, but yet these doctors are not encouraging and pushing, you know, for breastfeeding,
1: yeah. And you know, some people I hear that be like, you sound crazy, and it's like, well, do your research. Exactly. I just said, but do your research. You don't have to believe anything that I'm saying, but do your research. Like, you know, like, like we tell you guys, we talk back. Like, you know, do your research, ask questions, talk with us, discuss with us. This is what we're here for. But just know that we know the benefits. And I will tell you that me having a cesarean section really did take a toll upon me. But what helped me with my recovery was the fact that I was able to nurse my son um, and it helped, it really like solidify our bond mm-hmm. because it, to me, having my cesarean in that way, it was very traumatic. You know, mm-hmm. now that I think about it, because of just how everything just kind of played out that day. And again, I just think, you know, when it comes to that whole uh, situation with being a black woman in the hospital, treatment is a little different. So I'm just going to kind of put that out there. Um, but I will say, that breastfeeding was like a savior for myself um, because I didn't realize how much I actually needed that connection too.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I just encourage you guys to do your research, see what the benefits are. You know, um, I cannot tell you how many times I've seen babies on formula that end up with stomach issues, or they can't even, you know, all these different things. And I mean, you know, you might have some stuff with babies with um. Uh, breast milk too but only because they're learning to suckle you know things like that but you never really hear about stomach problems per se um as much as you do with you know trying to find the the correct formula um and different things and you know again i just say a lot of it kind of sums up to uh the sacrifices that moms have to make um, as well. You know, you've made the sacrifice to carry the baby this time and breastfeeding is another type of sacrifice because you have to be you know... Committed. Diet. Huge. Yes. Which we could definitely say in front of the episode, so I'm not even going to get into that because that's the whole other The diet. The commitment for breastfeeding. Oh,
0: I the commitment. I love little- diet. Girl, for diet, one thing that I had to cut out, I had to cut out my ice cream. Like, you know, I'm a big ice cream person and mm. uh, I think... Uh, a few weeks maybe a month I had uh, some Baskin Robbins black walnut which is amazing um I noticed after I uh, nursed Eli like his diaper was horrendous mm-hmm. and come to find out of course it was the milk so I had to cut out dairy um you know for a minute uh, and I, you know, later on picked it back up, and I didn't consume so much. But yeah, definitely, it's a huge sacrifice. Like you said, so many changes and so many adjustments. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I'm happy. I really am happy. And you know, you said the bond it creates. I love. <sighs> There's nothing like a mother's love, but I think when you breastfeed, it's it's just different. You know, yeah. it, it's different. That is that's my little prince. I love my Eli. Um, but all in all, you guys, like Kelly and I said, you know, we just want to um, encourage, encourage breastfeeding, make mothers aware of their options. Of course, there are some moms who can't breastfeed, and that is okay. You are mm-hmm. no less of a mother. Um, or whatnot. Yes. I remember uh, a couple of friends who had problems breastfeeding in the beginning. And of course, you can attest to this. You feel that mom guilt uh, mm-hmm. for not being able to breastfeed right away or, you know, producing uh, a certain amount of milk right away. Mm-hmm. And I've learned too, to to get over and navigate yes. uh, or whatnot
1: patient with your body
0: exactly exactly Uh, but you know as a whole as a community I just think it's important for us to like you said Kelly be educated not only for the mothers but um, the family the support systems um, Mm -hmm. as well and you know I know we previously talked about how we broke that barrier with our families (laughs) um, you know by nursing to normalize it because society has just you know put breasts in a different category but they are for feeding they are for nurturing and uh, i'm just excited that i've had this opportunity uh you know mm-hmm. to breastfeed being a black woman an opportunity to just share my breastfeeding journey uh, definitely with other i women.
1: agree i agree but yeah so let's uh i think we can call it a day well, yes. what do you think Bessa?
0: yeah i think i think that was good i think you know they got some pretty good information and um you know if you guys have had, if you have any other questions uh feel free to shoot us an email at moms at ksam.info uh mm-hmm. don't forget we are on instagram as well so follow our ig page for updates um uh, at ksa underscore motherhood mm-hmm. um definitely we appreciate you guys for just the support for tuning in for listening all that good jazz i did want to point out kelly my mom she just congratulated us uh she listened to last week's episode and she was just like i'm so proud of you guys i wish oh, i had you know, women true. like you when i was breastfeeding and maybe my journey would have been different but kudos to my mom thank you mom for listening shout out to mama And uh, we hope you guys have a great rest of the week. It is a wonderful Mom Winnie Wednesday.